Welcome to the Building America from the Inside Out podcast, where we work to find actionable solutions to issues facing our country today. I'm your host, JC Pohl, and I am so glad you're here as we work together to build America from the inside out. Well, 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 hello there, and welcome to another episode of Building America from the Inside Out. Today, we get to talk about something really fun, uh, something that's close to my heart and uh, strategy that I've used for many years uh, in our business with Teen Truth and in other aspects of business as well. You know, starting this podcast, I know we talk about topical issues here in America. Uh, You've heard us talk about various teen issues in the schools that I visit. Uh, But today I want to talk a little bit about business. You know, being an entrepreneur um, for the last 15 years has taught me a lot about business. It's what I went to school for. It's what I really uh, always enjoyed growing up. And uh, from the time I was mowing lawns, uh, being a little entrepreneur to buy baseball cards, all the way through my time at Disney and then, of course, uh, my time at Teen Truth. I just love business. And so today we get to talk about it a little bit. Um, and, and in my mind, when I think about business, uh, usually it all comes down to sales. Um, you know, we can have the finance departments and the management departments. We can have the marketing departments. But at the end of the day, if we're not doing sales, if we're not closing the business, if we're not bringing in the accounts and bringing in the dollars, then the business simply is not going to survive. And so how we sell and how we connect and how we market with our audience and our prospective clients is extremely important. Um, it, is, it is the essence of everything that sales and marketing and, and you know, bringing in accounts is all about, is that connection that we make uh, with that potential customer, right? Whether they're buying a pair of shoes, uh, whether they're buying consulting services, whether they're buying insurance, Um, Whether they're buying a school assembly from a company like ours, it really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the connection that they make. And do they want to, you know, separate uh, with their money to buy our product or to buy our service? And so one of the strategies that I've always used over the years um, that is really still working very well for us today is what I call story-based selling. I believe it's the single best way to find success in business. When you have a story... When you have something that someone can connect with that is tangible, it changes the way in which they view your company, your product, and your services. And and we can see that in a lot of the successful products around us right now. Like when we think about Amazon, you know, we think about the story of Jeff Bezos starting that company just to sell books probably out of his garage, right? Uh, We think about Apple. We immediately... Uh, think of Steve Jobs, you know, starting that company, being fired from the company, and then coming back and leading the company uh, to greatness. Um, and, and you know, and then there's other smaller companies with stories, like the company I buy my sunglasses from. Their their name is Shady Rays. They they make these cool glasses, and uh, they have this lifetime warranty. But every pair of glasses I buy um, buys ten meals for. Um, I don't know, people around the world that, that need food. They're, they're trying to help with hunger. Or we all know the Tom shoes and, and how you buy a pair of Toms, you're helping someone around the world, uh, you know, get another pair of shoes. And so story-based selling allows us to uh, extend further than the actual product. The Shady Ray sunglasses, the Tom shoes, the Apple iPhone uh, means a lot more to the person who holds it or wears them because of that legacy and that story that they carry. 
And I wanted to share with you an interesting, well, it, it was the inspiration for doing this podcast, basically, an interesting experience I had last weekend. So we had a busy, uh, we had a busy weekend last weekend, but my wife wanted to go down. It's about 30 minutes away to this other town uh, down in Hill Country in Texas called Wimberley. And Wimberley does this thing. It's like the first Saturday of every month. They do these Wimberley market days. And so you can imagine it's like you walk in. It's pretty cool. Um, all these arts and craft ven vendors, uh, you know, there's like literally hundreds of booths, hundreds of people. Some of them are selling arts and crafts. Some of them are selling to be honest with you, complete crap. Like it's just stuff like junk, like junk stuff, right? Um, but some of them have some pretty cool stuff and it was hot. I mean, it was literally probably about 97 degrees and we have two young boys, a five-year-old and a two-year-old and just, it was not going well. Like my wife was really wanting to look around and see if she could find anything. I was getting stuck with these two crazy kids and all hell was basically breaking loose, right? Like it was just not a fun experience. Kids were running around, kids were crying, uh, just, you know, I was crying, yelling, every, everything was kind of coming unraveled. And and as I and we're standing there in the sun. So this was a part of the marketplace where the sun was just like blazing, right? Uh, up ahead, about 100 feet, there's shade. Back behind us, about 100 feet, there's shade. And this dude just standing there goes, hey, man, you, you want to buy some honey? And he just kind of caught my eye. He's like your total Austin hippie looking dude, you know, not exactly the cleanest looking guy, right? Just like standing there in this junk store where he had this small little booth of honey. And honey is something that I've always really enjoyed a lot. I drink a lot of green tea. And so I always, you know, have honey in my tea. And moving out to Austin, we always buy the Austin honey. It's just something I enjoy is like, okay, you know, I'll spend a few extra bucks, get some local honey. Cool. Um, and uh, I kind of like didn't think much of it when he asked me if I wanted to buy any, but then I kind of because I got, got trapped there or whatever in the moment, I just asked myself, oh, where's the honey from? And, and he started telling me this story about basically like he's just this guy. Like he's literally a guy that people call when they've got bees on their property. And this honey has literally come like out of trees or just like places where he's found bees and he's made the honey on his own. And he told me this story. And and while I've always been a fan of honey and I've used honey over the years, I don't really know the process of like how honey's made. Like I can imagine how it's made, but he started telling me all about it and like the wax and the honey and the bees and the queen bee and all this stuff. And like, he's like, this bottle here came from this tree and this bottle here came from that tree. And do you want wildflower honey? Do you want bees that, you know, had honey from trees or whatever? And and so by the end of the day, I bought a bottle of honey, right? Like I bought this bottle. It's like a $10 bottle of honey. And not only do I love eating it now, but because my son Austin was there with us and Avery was in the stroller crying at the time, um, but he was there too. We all love eating this honey. It's like, hey, dad, can I have some of the new honey and I'm like, the honey the guy took out of the trees? Yeah, the honey the guy took out of the trees. And so we've really enjoyed eating this honey. $10 well spent on something I had no plans to buy. And I think this communicates really easily and really well how important story-based selling is. Had that guy just said, here's a bottle of honey, had it been a bottle of honey on, you know, the the, the shelf at a grocery store, none of that would have got communicated that, that this honey is literally from like this dude crawled in the trees and, and he pulled the honey out of it or whatever, right? Um, 
So when we think about whatever it is that we're doing at work, um, this could be true if you're working in a classroom, this could be true if you're working in business, this could be true if you're working in sales. Like everything that we do is about selling something, right? We're selling an idea, we're selling an outcome, we're selling a product or service. And so what story can help communicate your brand a little bit better? What story in just two minutes, 98 degrees, Blazing sun, two crying kids, what story can you communicate in two minutes to change your consumer's mind and differentiate your product from the products that, that might be similar? We see this a lot in our partners that we work with at LifeTouch. Um, you know, they use Teen Truth a lot to help build school culture. They use Teen Truth in their accounts to help build uh, mental health. And what we've seen over the years is it's changed LifeTouch. I don't know if you know LifeTouch, but they're a school photography company. And for many years, they were about like selling school pictures, right? Well, I have sales pros now that are my friends that we work with. And they say, JC, it's amazing. Like I go into a school now and I close an account and I literally do not talk about school photography. I close this huge, huge account on school photography. I don't even talk about it. I talk about school culture. I talk about our story. I talk about the life touch difference. I talk about everything that makes us great as a company and how we can be a great partner for that school. And they're ready to sign on the dotted line. You know, we saw this with CATA as well. We, we speak at the CATA conference. I can remember when I first went there, you know, CATA was all about posters and rallies and just kind of like the, the, the softer side of education, right? It was about like, activities and we got in there we started doing their school safety panels for them and some of their pre-conference workshops and started you know talking about school safety and school culture eventually we keynoted the whole thing you know and, and not just because of us but here we are you know 15 years later and CATA has changed dramatically they are a conference now about school culture they are a conference now that connects kids on campus and the t-shirts and the posters and stuff are just kind of a side note to some of the work these activity directors and administrators are doing when it comes to school activities. So how can you boil what you do down to that two minute story? You know, CATA, you know, educating people about posters and rallies and t-shirts probably wasn't that sticky. But if they can walk into a room now of potential attendees and say, hey, we're gonna teach you how to build school culture. We're gonna teach you how to build an active campus. We're gonna teach you how to engage kids. And all of our speakers at our conference are going to do that. Boom. We want to be there, right? So how can you boil down what you're selling into a two-minute story that will resonate? And so that's my challenge to you. Hopefully, this has been helpful for you. I know it was helpful for me. Once with Teen Truth, I was able to kind of like quantify and summarize and be able to speak our legacy well. That's when everything changed. It, it, it allowed us to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. I mean... If you think about school assemblies and leadership summits, that's what I sell, school curriculum. They're, they're a dime a dozen, right? Like everyone's got one, every nonprofit does it, every speaker has an assembly. But what makes us different is our story, right? Like that it's not about us, it's about the kids that helped us make a movie. It's about empowering student voice. It's about the issues that your students are going through on campus. And that changes our story to help differentiate us from some other youth speaker that's gonna come in and talk about his or her story. And so that's it here on this episode of Building America from the Inside Out. Hopefully this has helped and hopefully uh, it's something you can use in your work or just in life. Take care. You have a great day. This has been Building America from the Inside Out with J.C. Pohl. If you enjoyed the show, like, share, and subscribe. 
Your feedback helps guide the show, so don't hesitate to reach out to us at jcpoll.com or on the JCPoll Facebook page. Enjoy your week, focus on solutions, and thanks for working together to build America from the inside out.